welcome to What I'm Looking At, the podcast about what I'm looking at. I feel like it's been so long and so much has happened since we last were here together. Peppy's um, getting settled in her bed here. If you hear some licking and coughing, accidentally forgot her medication, actually accidentally packed it in the wrong box, and it's being mailed here, and so I feel so bad she needs it, and I mean, it's not life or death, but it helps with her coughing, so I hope that those boxes come very soon. Come to my new house in England. That's where I am right now, sitting on my windowsill, my window bench, and I fit perfectly inside of this little nook. My legs or my feet touch the wall. If I was any taller, it just wouldn't work out, but I'm not any taller, so... I can sit here comfortably. And I don't know who noticed, but if you were counting on a what I'm looking at episode last week, I'm so sorry. I I just couldn't make it happen. I was traveling. I didn't even have time to make a, you know, one in a head in a head of advance. <laughs> what am I saying? Ahead of time. I was just really busy making Loma videos and Loma stuff, rehearsing and all this kind of thing, packing, mailing, uh, getting things ready to arrive with Peppy's paperwork and that. So I just couldn't pull it together. And then when I arrived, I technically did have time, but then I could not get on the internet for several days. So I don't know why I'm giving you excuses. I don't think many or any of you really care, but that's why. We're back, though, for an exciting episode of what I'm looking at, because I'm going to look out of my window. My window. This is by far the best view I've ever had out of a bedroom window in my life. And at 31 years old, I feel pretty happy with this decision that I have made. I gotta say, I'm proud to be sitting here in one piece. I am crossing my fingers that I don't have coronavirus. I very well could, so I am definitely isolating per the government uh, instructions and also just being a good, responsible human to my fellow man. So I, I just, yeah, I hope that I don't have it. I really do. There were some people in the airport in Texas who were being less than considerate, let's say, with their uh, proximity to me and to others and also with their lack of mask wearing. So it is afternoon time. 
it is, you know, it's, the, the weather here is very interesting. In the morning, it was sunny and not, and still. Well, last night, the wind was so strong, it, it's, it felt and sounded like a hurricane outside, which I, I actually liked it. It was comforting and it was raining, so it was a nice environment to sleep in. Although, I am sleeping on the floor at the moment. My mattress has been delayed, and and that's a whole other situation. But it, it helped me to fall asleep. Uh, also, I might be <laughs> rambling a bit in this episode. I haven't spoken to a whole lot of people lately, so... Even though I'm technically talking to myself right now, I I can feel like I'm talking to somebody because I'm reaching your ears eventually. Where was I going with that sleep thing? Oh, okay. The weather. So that was last night. This morning, it was clear as a bell, no wind, very sunny and pleasant. And as the afternoon has progressed, so have the clouds been creeping in, and the wind has started up again. It's not very windy, but it's definitely gusty. And there's a beautiful kind of... It's not foggy, really, but it's a little... Maybe foggy, hazy, on the distant hills in the, over there, you know, over there. My point is, there's never a dull moment here with the weather. I guess because I'm so close to the sea, it changes frequently, and I can feel that. And even though I can't see the sea where I am right now, I see the seagulls flying around and so I know that I'm not far. And when I get a car, I'm going to drive straight over there and enjoy. Because that's part, maybe half the reason I moved here in the first place, is to be close to the sea. Alright, all that being said, I am going to look out my window. And yeah, this is going to be one of those broad episodes where I'm not gonna zero in on one thing or things in particular. I'm just gonna kind of give a broad overview of my scene here and hopefully you can feel relaxed whether you're listening for uh, to, to help you go to sleep or uh, for some entertainment of some kind. Although I think there's <laughs> probably better um, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you what is good entertainment for you, maybe this is, or you're playing it for some kind of joke, or you are testing someone's patience, which you should do every now and then. I think in general, the patience level of the public should be higher or could be higher, maybe not should, than it is. And so maybe you have a loved one 
and you're trying or or you're trying to get to know someone and you want to meter their patience level you put this podcast on and you say hey uh this is a podcast that i like uh, do you want to listen with me and if they start to get agitated or even leave you will know that their patience is at least not as high as yours or that they don't have as much as you although i guess patience can certainly fluctuate but you my friend i feel that you have a great deal of patience and i appreciate that about you one thing i'll say about my view is that it's filled just absolutely brimming with birds and that is one wonderful thing about living here i hear birds almost constantly and i know that sounds annoying but it's very pleasant chirping birds it's not you know grating chirping of birds ooh let's open this window before it starts raining again and see if we can hear some birds they might be taking their afternoon siesta cuz i just saw some fly and i almost said drive fly into this bush but we'll see so nice it's not loud it's just constant it's like a wall of bird chatter yeah i see them as well not only in the sky mostly in the bushes around my house and uh, i think there's a nest inside of this bush that i'm that is right in front of my house a large bush maybe they call it a hedge here i'm not sure okay so i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to start from the top of my view and work my way downward and of course i can't fully see everything at once because i have to move my pupils but let's let's focus on the sky for a moment so the sky is i would say partly cloudy i'm definitely seeing a good bit of blue and it's a it's a light <laughs> hey it's a sky blue and i don't know what these clouds are called but there's some of these little wispy ones they're uh short not short not long <laughs> i don't know they're small they're little they're kind of it looks like a cloud that's been broken up a bunch but then there's some more substantial clouds below that look like they're they hold some rain because they're white on top and they're fluffy like cotton balls and then they're grayish on the bottom and they're just slowly moving 
across the sky to the, and I don't even know why I was going to try to know the direction they're going. I have no idea which direction they're going, but they're moving in that direction. And there's, yeah, some holes, holes of blue. I see a gull across my vision flying slowly, or maybe not but it looks slow from here. And then there, the hills start, and I can see them in the distance. It's rolling country hills. And they're very green. And there's a bunch of trees on top of the hills and in the middle. There's actually a lot more trees here than I thought there would be. For some reason, I thought it was going to be kind of just the hills and the countryside without so many trees. But there are quite a few trees here. And they are very big and healthy-looking trees, old, old trees. Some of them are super tall, like way taller than a house, a two-story house, so I don't know how many feet that is, but tall, I know it's tall. Um, some of the countryside is divided into, I guess, different property lines, you know, as boundaries, but it's, it looks so beautiful, it's the darker green of the tree clusters and the bright vibrant green of the grasses and I can see in the distance tiny little animals, sheep and cows and I haven't seen any goats here yet but I think, yeah, I can't, and I obviously can't see exactly what these animals are over there but so far over here I've seen sheep and cows. So that's the distance. And then in my immediate view, much closer to me, are some houses. And the houses are behind this tall, very tall hedge. My house is two stories, and it's eye level. The hedge is eye level with me right now, so it's almost as high as my house. And because of that, I can only see pretty much the roofs of these houses uh, behind the hedge. But they all have the same type of roof. I don't know what it's called, but it's just, you know, normal brown shingles. My house has kind of slate stone shingles, which is very cool. I think my house is quite a bit older than those ones that I'm looking at right now, but I can see one, two, three, four, five, six roofs, well, seven, but I'll get to that. Uh, one of the houses is a pale yellow color, and I see four windows on the side of their house, and the rest of the houses I see are white, but I can 
I can pretty much only see the roofs and then par parts of the front of the house, but no features, like no windows or anything. It's all obscured by this large hedge. Um, the other day, yesterday, I had my this window open and I was just in my room doing things and I heard an argument break out and it was the neighbor who's behind this hedge had come out and started to trim the hedge, I guess aggressively, uh, meaning like he was trimming it back quite a bit, and my neighbor had come out and asked why he was doing it, and he said the council had given him, or told him to do it, and she accused him of lying, <laughs> and they got in a pretty heated argument, it was kind of crazy, and then afterwards, she explained to me that she loves the hedge, and she doesn't, she likes it to look wild, which I agree with her, I think it looks really nice when it's a little bit, uh, you know, natural looking, and so she had come out and, and told him, and she, and she doesn't think that the council really requested that, he was just using it as an excuse. And then last night, I was sitting at the window again, and I saw her come out to to walk the dog, and she was blowing kisses at the, the hedge, and that made me really happy. I don't know. I just thought it was so sweet that I witnessed this, this uh, thing happening. I mean, she obviously didn't think that anyone was watching her, but it was just so delightful to watch her... Uh, send some appreciation and love to this hedge that she saved. Just really cute. Directly in front of my vision, behind this hedge is this house. And it's pretty much spot on in the center of my of my vision. So I see the um, triangular shape of the roof and then, how do I say this? There's, it's a tri, it's um, the apex of the roof, but then the roof is also coming out on either side. I don't, sorry, I don't want to spend a bunch, of a bunch of time trying to explain what that means. It doesn't really matter, but it's not just a single apex is what I mean. There's, there is that, and then there's also, from either side, coming out the, the roof. And the house itself is white. The roof is brown with some lichen on it and probably some bird poop. And then we come to the hedge, which is the majority of my view out of this window. And it's blowing in the wind. It's, as I said, pretty tall, almost as tall as my house. It's, uh, I, I have no idea what kind of plants are in there, but at the bottom it looks like more grassy. And then if you travel up with your eyes, it's, uh, there's some kind of flowering, looks like a flowering weed type of thing. And then more tree-like, uh, shrub-like foliage. And on the very top, there's some, there's something that looks like there's berries or it's going to flower eventually. And so at the bottom, it is more like a yellow-green and then it, it um, goes up into darker green. It's a variety of plants in this hedge. 
And there might even be a wall there, but I can't see it. It's completely covered in vines and plants and and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and then there's the road, which is much smaller than any road, really, in the United States. I'm learning that the roads here are just so small. Um, I'm nervous to start driving for that reason. But, you know, I gotta do it. The road, and it's not even really, a it's technically a lane. There's not any traffic or anything. It's just uh, a small road for the people who live on this lane. And that's it. And I've been getting deliveries as well. And then we come to my front porch. I love my front porch so much. I think people here call it a front garden. And it really does look like a garden. Uh, a, a, just a beautiful, beautiful garden. There's a gate made of wood. Uh, just a, sla a simple slatted gate. It looks pretty old with two stone uh, columns on either side. And the wall that is my front porch is covered with ivy for the most part. Some of it's exposed and there's some ferns growing out of the cracks and the stones and there's lichen clinging onto most of the rocks. The lichen is white and this beautiful yellow ochre color and some darker gray lichen as well. And over from my neighbor's yard on the left, there's plants just spilling over the wall in a cascade of green. And they have a really pretty flower bush. I don't know if they're actually roses, but they look kind of like roses. They're pink and they look like those uh, beach roses. So not your typical tightly twisted rose, but a more open flowery petal type of rose. But the pink is intense. It's like a magenta. And down by the ground, there's some purple flowers. I don't know what they are. I don't know what anything is, but that's okay. My neighbors will, will probably tell me eventually. And the other day I discovered that there's blackberries growing um, fr from both my neighbor's yard into my front garden and on the, over to the right in my actual front garden. So I am going to be eating some blackberries from my yard, which is very cool. Maybe adding them to the kombucha that I'm going to be brewing. And right within my gate, the wall, there's a bunch of um, grass type, like uh, big, huge blades of grass. Uh, just picture grass and magnify it like a hundred times. It looks kind of like tulip, tulip stems, but I don't see any flowers, so I'm not sure what it is. Just a very beautiful... A yellowish green colored long grass blade 
type plant. And there's some more of it growing just through the cracks. And then there's a huge bush that I mentioned before where the birds live. And it's got these clusters of white flowers with brown stems. And it looks kind of like a hydrangea, but it's not hydrangea. It's just clustered in that kind of way. It's really pretty and round and bouncy. It looks nice when it's blowing in the wind. But I can see why the birds like living in there. I think the inside is fairly hollow. Um, I should look in there sometime. And then below that is this wonderful plant with these amazing flowers. It's kind of a hard flower to describe, but there are four points, and they're kind of hanging hanging down like a bluebell or something, but it's bright magenta, not... It's a little more red than magenta, but it is pink. And it's got these amazing... Uh, oh gosh, what is it called? Stamens? Um, coming out. Yeah, it's a really hard flower to describe. But there are these just beautiful hanging reddish-pink flowers that are all over the place here. It's a big bush of them. And the, uh, the ground, the floor, I guess, of my patio front yard, front garden, is just these very old-looking stones, stone tiles, and they're very rough and broken up, kind of. And um, it basically just looks kind of what you would think an English front porch would look like in the countryside, to be honest. It just looks so typically English. It just looks very English. And I love it. So there you have my quick overview of the view out of my bedroom window that I enjoy very much every day and a lot, a lot of times during the day since I pretty much just stay here. Thank you so much for tuning in and and joining me. I'm happy that I made it and thanks for the people who have sent me nice notes about um, being concerned if I made it here safely or not. Uh, yes, we did. Me and Peppy had a fine flight. She actually slept the whole way and didn't have any accidents or go to the bathroom anywhere. She held it all the way until we got out of the airport and onto a median. So I will talk to you next week for another episode of what I'm looking at. Until then, 